Welcome to the 10-Minute Life Lesson Podcast. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne. I train people for improved personal and professional development, offering my assistance to those ready to develop their goals into tangible, focused, and achievable plans of action. And this podcast is one of the tools I use to accomplish my mission. Generally, when the timer hits 9 minutes and 59 seconds on this recording, you'll have a fully developed life lesson that you can take with you and begin to implement immediately. And if this week's lesson has a ring of familiar, then it's probably a reinforcement of a life change you've already started to implement. This podcast falls under the umbrella of my greater personal development efforts, all under the Your Better You brand. For more information on accountability coaching or to gain access to tools, tricks, and life hacks, visit yourbetteryou.info. Thank you for joining me on this journey today. Now, here is this week's life lesson. I worked with a radio producer who was a bit indecisive, but she thought of herself as spontaneous. As in, if someone wanted to do something, she would instantly up and go do it. But the problem she had was she didn't have a life that was actually conducive to dropping everything that was going on and doing something else. She really had not much of an outside life. She worked, she went home, and she waited for people who had exciting things to happen to call her so that she could join them in their spontaneous lives, not her spontaneous life. I say indecisive because basically she couldn't decide on what to do without having someone else come up with something for her to do. So essentially, she ended up with a no answer to her things. If there were three or four events going on in town and she didn't know anyone going to them, she essentially stayed home until somebody called her last minute and said she was going to something, anything, either the event that she wanted to go to or something totally different. And then she instantly jumped on the bandwagon and went with that. She suffered from what I call the sin of indecision, and it's not necessarily anything profound, but it's an explanation of what indecision can do to you. Because you are afraid to make the wrong decisions, you basically choose nothing. You stall. You hold out. You don't put down the deposit you need to do to get to the thing. You don't do the legwork to be prepared for it when it happens. You wait to the very last moment for commitment. Because you have a fear of choosing one thing and then, of course, missing out on the other things that you didn't choose on, you have that issue as well. It's an overabundance of FOMO. FOMO is fear of missing out where you do everything that pops up in front of you because you don't know if it's not going to be the right thing. Indecision is being afraid that the thing you choose will actually not be the right thing. So you decide to not do anything or at least hold off to the very last minute until you know exactly which one is the right one, instead of just choosing something and going with it. You may think this is a weird millennial thing, something that the young do because they haven't had enough life in front of them to work on, but trust me, this is something that's gone on for years. It's just been hyper-focused on the fear of missing out thing because there's so many things to do and so many possibilities. Back when you were younger, and that's relative based on how actually older you actually are, Back when you were younger, your possibilities were infinite. They were. I like to say the moment my daughter was born, in the 10 minutes or so that that happened, she had a unlimited possibility to do whatever it is she could want to do. And then within 10 minutes, we started making decisions that would change that. So not that anything particular was made in that first 10 minutes of life that would really put a big swing in what she was doing at that point. 
But as time goes on, we, her adult parents, are making decisions for ourselves that include her that do limit some things that's going on. If we have a busy schedule going ahead, we can't really let her have a busy schedule as well or we can't get it around. We only have so much money in our budget for her activities, so this time she'll do ballet and next time she'll do gymnastics if she doesn't like ballet, but she can't try them both at the same time. And we may be ruining long-time friendships and big collaborations because we have to limit when she can do play dates and limit who can stay over at the house and whose houses she can stay over right now. Just because sometimes it's hard to get around. Not necessarily that we don't like the people, but, you know, we're busy adults and we have to pay the bills. And so that dictates how much free time she has to do other things. Trust me, my daughter has no problem with picking the things she wants to do and even has a semi-advanced semblance of how to figure out which things are more important, more eager. Usually things that involve candy use up in the, on the top of the list, but she is six years old after all, so that's where her priorities lie. For you, your priorities lie elsewhere, and the elsewhere can be a whole lot of elsewheres or just one single thing. Whatever it is you are trying to accomplish, wherever it is you're trying to go, It should be the focal point of your decisions. The fear of missing out comes from thinking that every single thing that comes your way is a good thing that may take you towards your decision. If you're in business, every client is impossible to take on because you don't have the time, you don't have the resources, and some of them are really, really jerks, and their money, despite how good it seems to be, is not worth the effort you put in to make them happy. If it's a goal that's dealing with your health, There are hundreds of different fitness gurus and hundreds of different diet books and hundreds of different plans to help you better yourself. And trust me, I sell plenty of those plans as well. So there are plenty of options to go for, but it's not a matter of who is the best sometimes. It's which one's the most convenient, which one actually works for me, which one is in my price range and my time range, which one comes out best. And then it comes down to basically a coin flip. If you're worried so much about not hitting the right decision and messing up your entire existence from the wrong decision, then you'd be worried about which candy bar to eat every day, you know, what shoes to put on. Those are the type of decisions that determine whether you're hungry or cranky towards the end of the day because your shoes were too tight or you thought you could last another hour and a half until the meeting was over and realized that you really didn't need to put something on your stomach. Don't get caught up with a fear of missing out and don't get caught up with the sin of indecision. Both of these things will have a serious detriment to where you're trying to go in life, but it also helps to know where you're trying to go in life. One of the issues with people dealing with the fear of missing out is they don't really have a direction where they're going. They just want to get the next best pleasure thing to keep on moving forward. Forward being forward. And sometimes you're not looking ahead. Forward just means moving. Forward actually turns out to be backwards if you're looking the wrong direction. Indecision comes from people who are just afraid of making the wrong decision, that that wrong decision is really going to have that much impact and that they can't outdo it, undo it, or do something totally different based on a pivot from that activity. Your wrong decision may turn into a reason to not do the thing that you thought you wanted to do. That opportunity that opened up that you chose that turned out to be a bit sour may open up a different door than you expected. That's why taking an opportunity is where it goes. If you have an idea, develop it. If you see an opportunity that you can take without any hassle, take it. If it's something that does bring hassle, think about it. See how you think you might live with it 
in or out of the decision, whether it works or not, and decide to take it or not, and then move on. Fight both fears. Learn to choose to do or not to do the things based on what actually works for you, where things are in front of you or maybe even behind or sideways to you. You make the choice. You live with the choice. If nobody dies, which I say a lot in these type of things, nobody gets hurt, nobody dies, it's fine. If it doesn't work out, you move on. If it works out, but you'd rather not do it anymore, you move on. If it doesn't work out, but you think you want to do it some more, you tool it, you refigure it out, and go forward. If it works out perfectly, then obviously you've made the right decision until another opportunity comes around to turn your eyes away because that's what's going to happen. You just need to make a decision and don't worry about missing out on something else and don't worry about missing on something else and don't worry about what may actually work or not work so much as opposed to what's going to work for you in the moment. Don't worry about the fact that there's something else going on you have to be a part of, but you're stuck in this thing, or that decision you make right now will determine a long-standing life plan that you'll have no way to get out of because you can change your mind on pretty much anything and redo and undo a lot more things than you think. But you have to do first. It has to be done to be undone and redone. So that's where you're at. If you're stuck... Just look at your life and see whether what you're doing is going to work for that thing that's out there. If there's a problem, back away. If there's no problem, give it a try. Because you won't know exactly how well it worked work out or how well it will not work out until you step up to the plate and take that swing and see what happens. Once again, thank you for joining me for the podcast. It cannot happen without you. You are the listener. You give me feedback. You let me know if this thing makes sense. And sometimes they don't make sense. So I don't let the fear of a bad subject get in the way of doing a podcast off sometimes. Sometimes I think the ideas are great. and They just don't quite work with you guys. Sometimes I throw something out there because I'm on deadline and I just come up with something that hopefully works and it works better than I thought. And then sometimes it's just a slog to get through it, and none of us like it in the back end. But it's another notch in the theory of continuing. We're on episode number 28, I believe this one is. So thank you so much for joining us for this much further, this much further, this far along in the podcast journey for the 10-Minute Life Lesson Podcast. And here are some ways that you can support me and this. Of course, subscribe to this here podcast or subscribe to its sister podcast, which is Steps You're Better You. Uh, that one's only 90 seconds of a great informational podcast. And you can find more details and everything you need about the podcast, including links to where they is at the website, yourbetteryou.info. You can send me direct feedback. Send it to me via this thing at yourbetteryouinfo at gmail.com. You can also stop by the website and look for packages for coaching and other types of things. There's also plenty of free things online there for you to use to better yourself. But looking towards the Your Better You, if you need a little extra help, I am here. You can check out the links for coaching packages. There's right there. You can also email me directly, directly via my overly stuffed email box at jclevenpain at gmail.com and visit my main website, jclevenpain.net. We're trying our best to make sure that is a much more viable thing. 
So check it out. Maybe there's something there you might love as well. As I already said, subscribe to this podcast, but make sure you share the podcast with other like-minded people, people looking to improve themselves and want a quick, simple, easy route, something that they can take away with them in, yes, 10 minutes' time. They can take it away with them and go implement it just like that. So share it. Uh, if you're up for it, give a rating and review. We are wherever you got this podcast from. That's obviously a place you can rate it. Uh, Apple, iTunes, also a podcast Apple Podcasts, iTunes, whatever it's called these days. Also on Stitcher, on Spreaker, on various other platforms. Radio Public, something we found out the other day. Uh, G-Static, not sure what that is, but we keep popping up there. So thank you so much for listening. And thank you for listening for wherever and whenever you are. Send me a line let me know where you are and when you listen. That'd be a great thing to know as well. In the meantime, it's time to wrap this thing up. So that's what we're going to do. One more thank you to all of you, and we'll see you next week with another great episode of this podcast where we give you, in 10 minutes' time, a life lesson you can walk away and implement, get to work on right now. So what you're waiting for, get ready to work right now on today's life lesson coming from the 10-Minute Life Lesson Podcast, of course, brought to you by yourbetteryou.info.